0: Students of Exeter. Have you craved a nutritious, affordable meal that can be delivered right to your doorstep? Ever considered spending those dull Tuesday nights in snuggling up with your housemates having a curry? Well, now you can. Karana's Curries are a student business based in the heart of Exeter, producing handmade curries with recipes passed down through generations of Asian heritage. There are a number of flavors available to satisfy the spice-phobic among us, as well as the Billy Big Bollocks who fancy an attack of the senses, and all this for as little as five pounds. Go follow Karana's Courage on Instagram, and if you use the code THE rain card when placing an order, you get free delivery. So what are you waiting for? Pre-order for Tuesday night using code THE RAINCARD to make every Tuesday night a little bit less dull. Back to the studio. Hello, and welcome back to the rain card with me, Billy Whitton. And me, Ollie Tredger. Tredger, how are you doing today? I'm actually very good. I'm very excited to film today. And um, as, can I say something to start with? Okay. As a stats man, I'd like to say that we have two hundred and sixty viewers, which is more than the ex University Student Radio. <laughs> That's a great start. That, that is a really good start, and not one that I want to hear. But yeah, the support last week was, I think, un- unbelievable. Was an understatement. Yes. I thought, I thought we had a really good backing for everyone that said they'd listen. Mm-hmm. Even people that, that aren't part of the cricket society were coming up to me and saying, "We really love the podcast." I yeah. thought it was amazing. Oh, I, I loved it. I just loved all the attention. To be honest. <laughs> <laughs> Did you get any? Did you get any on nights out? Or just around forum and stuff like that. Uh, I've only went on one night out on the last week. Oh, did so. you? And you got uh, it quite wrong. Yeah, or not wrong? Just a bit too drunk. Yeah, fair enough. Hey ho, but no. Uh, mainly just in forum in the library. If you're coming up to me, but I have to be like shh. We're in the library, so <laughs> talk, I'll talk after. I'll talk after. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, just wanted to reinforce. Thank you for support. No, no one, no one in particular but I just thought, I thought we'd say thank you before we got going properly. Yeah. I didn't really think this would get off the ground and we already had more listeners that I thought we'd get the yeah, we, first we were, four episodes, so. We were thinking 50 to 70 listeners yeah. and times that by four, it's unbelievable. Yeah, even, even sort of, I, I've, been, I've been told that we're trying to get people into cricket. People that don't normally play cricket are listening as well and they sort of, this is this is their first avenue into the yeah. game. Yeah, I've got all my house listening to it, getting them back into the sport, after I haven't played for a couple of years, sort of things that we want to do yeah and that's actually. huge so before we start should we have a quick chat about the england south africa cr- cricket for anyone that's been watching yeah of course mate. i think i haven't kept up with it too much i know that you know we've sort of lost a series two out of two out of two losses but i think if you if you sort of take that away yeah what, what are the main takeaways from the, the series so far the, I, the main takeaways is, is... First game, Jason Roy scored a hundred. It's good to see him back scoring runs, uh, sort of a positive strike rate, taking the bowlers on. So if he can carry that form, in, hopefully get some runs today. As we're filming it during the cricket, so hopefully if he can get some runs today, he sort of he can take on and uh, sort of really go for it. Unfortunately, I know that he's already out. <laughs> he's already out. He's, I think he got. I think he got zero. Or oh, he got yeah. one. He didn't get a very big score, but. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, so we're filming this at 11.30, after 11, so I did not know that. But I'm, I'm still hoping for him to get back in form. Uh, Josh Butler, very good in the second game. So he got 94. Yeah. And, but there was, a, I think there was just a bit of poor tactics from England. with From the 35th over to the 44th over, Josh Butler only faced nine balls. So he wow. sort of the batsman in Nick, which is never on strike, which is sort of a bit annoying. And Chris Wokes is farming all the strikes, so... I mean, Wokesy isn't a bad player. I'm, I'm actually quite a big admirer of Wokesy, but I think if, if I had a choice of Josh Butler or Chris to in this game, I, but, I think I'd be picking. Yeah, Josh Butler was seeing the ball like an absolute football at that point. Yeah, or a beach ball, even, even bigger than a football actually. Even bigger than a football. But yeah, I think I think I think they played all right, but the last loss was a bit disappointing. Sort of very much on and just lost like wickets at the crucial time. Sort of lost two wickets at the end of Nokia and I want to say Jansen spell. Literally the last ball of chance, that somebody got a wicket. It's like, why are you going after someone when they've got one ball after their spell and just yeah. leave them alone? It's, I don't, I don't I didn't, I didn't get it. I mean, not that I'm in any position to comment on the ability of their cricket. No. But, <laughs> but yeah, I think that's that. So yeah, that is that. There's not much to talk about, unfortunately. I think when England are winning again, when when the Test cricket comes back, we'll be talking about that for ages. Yeah, we will do. 100%. 100%. So, what are we talking about today, Tredge? Cricketing firsts. Cricketing firsts. So we yeah. got a plethora of different sort of aspects of cricketing first, ranging from for your first hundred or first Damon's wicket, if you're lucky enough to have either of those, to sort of your first team night out and your first uh, university debut. So we sort of cover everything in there. Perfect, absolutely. I think we've sort of tried to, tried to cover the range of abilities that everybody has a point to say about this, whether it whether it be sort of a lower, a lower achievement up to sort of scoring tons of lords. You know, yeah, as we know, people have done that already. <laughs> yes. So do you want to, should we get, should we get on the way? Should we get underway? the So we sent a message out to the, the cricket club early in the week, sort of asking for their opinions. And we've had, a, we've had an, a massive amount of stories. So really appreciate everyone that's got in touch with us today. Apologies if we don't get your story covered, simply because there are so many. But we do appreciate yeah. it nonetheless. And we, we look forward to hearing stories in the future, in future episodes. So the first category we had was first hundred. Now, Tredge, I don't know about you, but I can't I can't comment on this on this topic. Unfortunately <laughs> this is also not applicable for me, so I, I've never got near hundred, unfortunately. I once no. got I once got seventy seven in a junior game, but having batted all the overs I thought that, I thought it was a bit disappointing that I didn't get the time. I once got a hundred and fifty eight run partnership it's yeah. scored thirty two of the runs. Yeah, that counts. That counts. That counts. So that that counts, that's that that something. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll put we put under there. <laughs> yeah, I was like a, I think I was thirteen or fourteen in a sort of Sunday game. So you just you were just rotating, getting him back on. That's good. That's yeah. good batting, actually. That I, is it's like clever that. batting. Like at that. that point, I thought I might have ever have a career in very average <laughs> cricket. I can't, can't even have that at the moment. So <laughs> a bit like David Milan there. So. Yes, but yeah you know, like David Milan. I think um, my my only close one to that would be. I got a seventy-six run partnership with the and Seaford and I got four. And that's a that's a bit of a bit of a bigger gap there actually. <laughs> yeah. I was I was simply too young to hit the ball. And this I see. lad, And this lad was a bit larger than life, so he was hitting he was hitting it very far. Yeah. So did I, you get out for four or did you stay in? I did get out for four. You I had a partnership, so yeah. So I was I was duly laughed off the pitch actually. Yeah, you know. Played for the team there. Played for the team, played the knock. That makes sense. I mean, we've had a few, we've had a few good stories for for the first hundred. I mean, do you want to get us away with Ed Brew Story? Have you got access to it? Yes, I do have access to it. Ed Brew, Lucky man, says, first hundred. Few years back, playing for Guildford Fours, I turned up to one of the most village grounds I've ever seen. With about three different obstacles on the pitch that could cause injury, old drain stones, etc. Anyway, I had had a poor season uh, with the bat and asked to bowl instead to hopefully change my fortunes. We bat first, and I'm in at five. We, nev- we inevitably collapse, and I came in with little confidence. However, the opposition were a serious father-son combination, with all the sons being 15 or below. This produced me a serious moral dilemma, which I quickly overcame after scoring 117 red <laughs> off 70 delivery. <laughs> Yet I was too embarrassed, and despite being my first 100, didn't even celebrate. So i got a couple of extracts of this that I'd like to... Um, talk about mm-hmm. firstly what do you think of taking scoring runs off children what do you think the etiquette is in men's cricket I think the game needs it more I think you know the, you learn you learn it the hard way I'd I, I use the word character building you know they've got to they've got to learn one way or another and if they are bowling half trackers and bowling drag downs and they should be hit for four and should be hit for six and there's one way to prevent that is get better that, that is know, very true that is a big bit of advice behind this podcast you can get better and that will avoid Avoid chat like we spoke about last week and avoid getting hit for six and fours. Mm-hmm. I think Ed Brew is simply playing for the team. He scored a very good hundred there. Yeah. But I just think the worst bit about it is him not celebrating the ton. Yeah. It's your first hundred, and if you're not going to celebrate it. I like he doesn't deserve it. Yeah. I like don't deserve it. He hasn't celebrated it, actually. He's surely, lid off, kiss the bad. So I'm yeah. looking at something, something severely passionate for that. <laughs> Massive scream. Yeah. David jump in the Jump Jumping the egg. Get on your knees. I think I think I understand why he's done it, because Ed Brewer, as we know, is one of the nicest lads in the in the game. Yeah. An annoyingly nice lad. But even then, you've got you've got to celebrate your wins. So celebrate your wins when they can't. Yes. You know, that they don't come around they don't come around every day. As as we know. They've never no, they there, they've they've never come around actually. they never come around. They never come around for us. So maybe, it, maybe this season they will. Yeah, I mean if we play. If we play I and mean, that is looking more and more unlikely due to selection, but yeah. Yes. <laughs> but we can always have our fingers crossed. we can always have our fingers crossed. I've got, I've got another one here from Will Chesterman. Now, Will Chesterman, he's been around the game a long time. Dabbled in Somerset cricket. Sadly, not anymore. But he's got a very, a very good couple of stories here. He will feature later on. But honestly, Will Chesterman, great, great value, that lad. Great value, yeah. He's basically said that he was batting Somerset under-12s versus Devon against Taylor Pooh. We mentioned Pooh last yeah. time. Pooh, Battle- a fan favourite. Battle of the best mates. Battle of the best mates. And apparently, Ingham Pooh dropped him while on fifty on his way to a ton. That's pretty st. That's pretty tough. Maybe they did that just because they're such good mates, though. They just knew they'd they'd love each other that much. They... Have you ever been conflicted by playing against friends in cricket? Have you? Has that ever affected you? Uh, no, I'd I'd like to say say not as sort of when you play school cricket, you always know a couple of the yeah. the opposition and the other team it doesn't really conflict me. And also, n- normally I'm not good enough. I can't bowl with enough speed to scare someone. I can't hit them far enough. So I've, I've never had to take pity on someone. Maybe some of my friends have had to take pity on me in previous years. Well, let me bring you back to a time last year in university. I was yeah. batting and I can't remember who was bowling. I'm batting, I chipped it up in the air. I see you're under it, so I'm thinking, right, this is, my one is on black here, he's going to drop it. <laughs> and you duly did, and I you duly did, did drop it. So yeah. I was wondering whether, you know, did that affect you because I was batting, did that, no? what, I what think, happened there? I think that was more the thing of that I finished my breakfast and my accommodation and I had four Peronis of my own, four big 660 milliliter Peronis and I had them before the game. Okay. And then as I was walking down to get a lift uh, with you, yeah. came down to La Prada, and you picked me up and I picked up another four pack. So by the time I got on the pitch, I'd had about six beers. Okay. <laughs> So was the fact that I was giving you this, was that sort of any sort of psychology there? Was that a reason for um, a drop or do you think you are just quite bad at cricket? I think I am quite bad at cricket like, I don't think the, the multiple parts before games did help. Yeah, interesting. Okay, interesting. I think just finishing off Chetty's story that he did eventually get to his tongue, but Ingam Pooh it must be quite disappointed with his knock. You know, I've seen people I've seen people drop catches like when I played with Will because a couple of years ago, we played in a festival game. He he was standing at first slip. Dropped this bloke at about five. Jude escaped his fingers and had to go off to hospital. And this lad then went got a ton. Yeah. So, you know, there are costly drops in cricket. Now, there I'm are confident. costly drops in the cricket. I know there's one of them. But thank you for your 100 stories. I think they were really good. You know, yeah. that isn't really our expertise. So we, we no. stray away from that pretty strongly. But we'll move on to our first famous wicket. Yeah. I and mean, have you got any stories about that? Uh, or yourself to start with, actually? Personally, myself, I haven't had many fam- famous wickets. I played in a game where um uh, I was playing against SARS Remote, I dropped him. You dropped him or no? Yeah, he went on to score one seventy. Okay, alright, was So that that that'll be as close as I got in terms of famous wickets. Yeah, that's quite so, a tough day out that one. So not not too far at all, unfortunately. No, I can't I can't say I remember one that I've been taking, you know, I haven't been playing that high part of the game. I haven't really ever bowled to any professional cricketer to be honest, but that's always the dream, you know. I've got a couple of good ones here. I've got one from a guy like called Luke Bovington, who's in my fives team. Luke Bovington, nice lad, nice lad, all rounder, all rounder. He, he does try, does try. We, he said his famous week it was Gareth Barry, the footballer. Oh, that's, that's quite a cool, one. Yeah, guy. Gareth okay. Barry, the footballer. He plays in his plays in his um plays in his, his, his um, like village league, I'd say. And he said this was last season, and I had I had a side strain, so I got my like, caught close at mid off bowling off spin. And this lad is a pretty good season. So Gareth Barry, I'm not sure what he's doing there, but he's got to sharpen up, then Gareth Barry. Yeah. You know, that's a, to get out to a part-time spinner is actually disgusting. That's one of the worst things you can do, knowing they've all seen and getting out to a spinner. Yeah, but he does have 650 Premier League appearances. So. Uh, yeah, I don't think he'll be bothered. I, I don't think, think he'll be I bothered. I don't think he'll be bothered. By. Premier League won medal as well, so getting yeah. out to Luke Brotherton, he's probably not losing much sleep over it. No, but Luke Brotherton is gaining a lot of sleep over it. You know? That's yeah. a, big that a big moment in his life. That's a big moment in his life. So everyone's a winner there, because Gareth Barry isn't really losing. Yeah, I mean, I mean, fair, fair play to Luke Brotherton. That sounds like a decent plan that's come off. Especially yeah. being brave and bowling the side strain. Have you got any more, Chris? Pers- I've you got another one. To... So Charlie Vance. Charlie Vance, yeah. Yeah. Great bloke. Uh Jordan Cox. Got him. Okay, to... yeah. Very good cricket. Yay. Probably will be playing England week in, week out in five years time. Yeah, wow, that's really good. Uh got him caught and bowled. Po- bold. Best catch I've ever taken. It was leathered back at me. He deposited me for uh into the river three times in the over before. Wow. So I think that's almost Charlie is a great bloke. Yeah. And I think he deserved that because Resilience is the word I'd use. Resilience. Resilience. You know, he's, he's yeah. come back pretty really well there. He'd come back stronger. Yeah, and if you you've had a horrible day out if you've been here in the river three times. Yeah, I feel more for the person that has to go and get that actually. Yeah. I, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't want to be wading into the water in whites as well, because you know the rivers aren't white. They're quite yeah. dirty, aren't they? So that would probably damage your whites, actually. Damage your whites, but back again to Will Chester. Now, this is one of my favorite stories, it's one of my favorite stories the whole day. So, buckle in, ladies and gents, right here. Will Chester managed to get Will Smead out two balls in a row in a game of pairs. I don't know if you ever played pairs. I thought that was one of the best game modes because Mm -hmm. you couldn't couldn't get out. Yeah, you had your two or four, four, I think four overs, your four overs a bat, you couldn't get out. I often very much finished on like minus five, minus four. Yeah, Because, you know, you you, think, you know it's a, I can run that. You can run I, everything. Yeah, I can run that, oh no, I've got minus five. You know, <laughs> it suddenly, it's, it changes very quickly, is what I'd say. But Will Chesterman cleaned him up first of all with his brother Henry Smith. is it Henry Smith? Henry Smith. yeah. Henry batting on the other end. Both pro cricketers, just about. yeah. Then swapped ends and Henry took a single, because, you know, he's a good batsman, yeah. he's a good batsman, bringing Will back on strike. Smith then went for his classic, he that he does, now he's retired yeah. from Red Bull cricket, and um, was cleaned up once again. Safe to say, he wasn't happy, and his dad said that was the angriest he's been in years. Yes, I think he would be after game two out too. You, yeah, that's horrible. That's a horrible trade from Will Smith there. You, you think he shouldn't have got angry, or you think his cricketing ability was to blame there? I think first his cricketing ability is to blame yeah. there. Well, as we know, not all not all good cricketers are good at cricket. You know, not all pro cricketers are good at cricket. Yes, you know, that's very true. I know some people are in the in the county. I'm not going to name names, but they love yeah. ca- they love carrying drinks. Or, yeah, also. Uh, can I pick up on something there you said he's retired from Red Bull Cricket yeah. how can he retire from Red Bull Cricket without ever playing a game of Red Bull Cricket I think I think it's actually a bit of a joke yeah so actually can I just come out and uh, say I'm just retired from Surrey Cricket I think <laughs> is it an indefinite leave or are you definitely retiring here an indefinite leave ok right so it could be a chance of return here <laughs> Potentially. Potentially, So England selectors, if you're listening, don't lose hope yet, you know. Yeah. I'm very much unavailable if anyone wants to come in for me. You know, I'm not gonna announce retirement yet, I'm not. I don't feel like I've got the right to do that. No. But come at me please. Like want, please, offer oh, please. Please I wanna play. <laughs> please. Please, please. I'd wanna go and play in Sri Lanka or something like that. You know, no 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 England player nowadays wants to go and bounce a dustball in Sri Lanka. I'd happily go and do that and block block out for the draw every game. But anyway, enough about me. We're moving on to first team debuts here. I've got to get one from Alex Cunningham. Alex Cunningham is the welfare secretary at the Exeter Cricket Club. The nicest I think... man in the club. Yeah, nice man in the club rivaling Ed Brew. I think Cunningham's yeah. done a really good job this year. And you know, shout out to him. Yeah. yeah. His first game in upper sixth at school, they obviously lost a toss and won a flat one so there was only one thing they were going to do and they were putting the ball. The first ball of the game, the opposition captain who was allegedly a Zimbabwe and under-19 player chips onto mid-off straight down his gullet. The young bloke at mid-off on Debbie for the ones grasses the ball. Gutting. We proceeded to chase level three and a half hours as the upper rack up three hundred and forty from their fifty overs. Their skip was finally snared for eighty knot, but Alex Cunningham was not happy. I'm going to say that. Cunningham then got out to face the first ball of the reply, no, knowing the uphill battle that face a team. It's important to get a good foundation. Of course, the bowler wasted no time in introducing himself to my stumps and castled me first nut. <laughs> first nut not the England. His first out the season. And it seemed like a seed, but he probably just missed a straight one. Hell of a first game of the year. Yes. I think we've all been in that situation. Yeah, it's it's, it's just a tough, day out. It's a tough day out, isn't it? I think, unfortunately, it does happen to cricketers. You know, you never want to see it happen. But, yeah, I think I think I can feel for Cunningham there. You know, there's not a lot he can do if this man is pretty good at cricket. No. But all I'd say is sort of prepare better. You can prepare better. I, I think that, as, as if you watched my TikTok this week of me, Playing James Boyle, yeah. No matter how much I play, I'm always just going to be pretty, pretty awful at cricket. So, mm. but you're, you know that you're ready. You're ready with what's going to come. You thought sort of, you know what Boyle's going to bowl. You know he's going to go a bit shorter every now and then. You're prepared. Whereas this way, you know, if you don't know, that he's going to nip it in. That is very true. Prepare better. Yeah. And the man that dropped it, you know, we spoke about and too early. I'm sure there wasn't a connection with this man and the and the and the, the batsman. No. It's just disappointing. You know, it's, it's what we've come to know and love about the game. Yeah. Drops do happen, and people do get angry. You say no and love, but I remember you in a game last year where you were playing a, I think fr- a friendly game. We're, we're actually getting to that. We're getting to that oh, later. Are, up. You, are you bringing that story up? I will bring that story okay, up. I'm going to leave that story up. I'll bring that story up, up, yeah. You yeah know, we, don't, know, we don't want we don't to run before we can walk. Yeah. I've got a um, text from my old man who loved the podcast. Oh, wow, okay. okay. Ian Charles-Ritchett said, yeah. how, not a first-team debut, but a debut nonetheless. How about my first game for West End? Summer 2022. No, summer 2020 even, sorry. First time out of the house for... All- for months after lockdown trying to make a good first impression with my new teammates and prove the old man then 50 still still had some left in him third ball of my first over is top edge gently to square leg and the fielder dropped a dolly last ball of the same over uh, then happened again same sort of thing slightly harder catch but still a dolly was also dropped the same fielder then amends this by running me out after i'd only faced one ball when we batted he excused it by saying, Well I made it in. Uh said Batsman clearly doesn't know Law thirty eight. <laughs> Ask Billy if he knows who this teammate was. This teammate was. Yeah. Who he dropped who dropped the catches and the run out. Oh, I can't say so God Oh well, unfortunately it is I mean, So you ran um... <laughs> <laughs> you your dad out. I ran my dad out. <laughs> and and dropped two of the easiest <laughs> catches I've ever seen in my entire life oh jeezy peeps that it, it was not good it was... Uh, it's an unfortunate story yeah but it's not even unfortunate because like my dad wasn't that disappointed about it it's more the fact that whenever i go back to the club the first thing anyone will always mention is really? the two drops and the, yeah it's sort of it's pretty valid though do you know i think mean? it's quite a big moment in the club in the club's history your dad making his debut yeah and you running him out it's, it's just it's, it sounds like poetry as if that was written Yes. So I'm I'm quite surprised that it was just random. But did you mean to put him out? Was it, was that a, there was a little bit of resent in that? No, so I think we came in so we were batting eight and nine respectively. So we had three overs to go, chasing thirty to win. Uh, in my head it was push a quick single, hit a couple of boundaries and over, and we can do that. But obviously, uh, an old boy doesn't really have a, I'm not very quick, but he's even slower than me. So. <laughs> I can't even imagine. I can't even imagine. So he doesn't really have the same speed in him wow yeah i mean it's it's a story isn't it yes it's a story isn't it i think it's one one of the folklore that will probably hold yeah. forever down your cricket club and i hope you don't forget it i i, I, I definitely forget won't forget it and my dad will make sure i never forget that one good mate good mate that that's it for, that's our first team debuts that we had this week first team night out cool. now this is now this is a this is a top we're sort of moving away from the, the like the actual cricket side of things we're moving on to off pitch off-pitch. The off-pitch off pitch themes. Yeah. I think these are the things that we care about more. These these are what the listeners are listening. We, we, yeah. we know that we're not good cricketers, so that's why we're here. We're here, to discuss, we're here to discuss and enjoy the game off the field. So have you got any first night out stories yourself? Like what What's happened to you, your first team night out? Um, I mean, lo- lots of them, I, if we sort of go out to Asia, which is a local club, yeah. or just a local uh, town we play in, and I, I, I'm i actually not a big fan of Nights no, at Anisha. Okay. As a, a, a young man, and most people in Anisha are sort of between the age of 30 to 45. Okay, yeah. That They they really aren't that fun. I remember having to pay 48 quid for a round of four vodka lemonades. Yeah. So so that, that's a really tough day out because that's a week's food shop <laughs> on four vodka lemonades. Fair, so, yeah. You win some, you lose some. You do. I remember my first team night very distinctly actually. So in Seaford, there is one club. Well, I don't even think you can call it a club. It's, it's like a, a row like a Rebs, a rowdy bar. A, a rowdy. Called yeah. The Shore. It's now shut down for obvious reasons because it's a it's a bit of a hole. Yeah. But the first night we sort of went there. We went, probably had a, quite a few drinks in the, in the cricket club before and sort of stumbled over there at like 11 p.m. I was 17 at the time, so I couldn't get in. So they were like, oh fine, let's just climb the wall, mate. Climb the wall. So I climbed the wall, I climbed the wall, got in. And I was escorted out. I escorted out after saw I was I was sick in, in the urinal. I was sick in the urinal, and that wasn't the best start. But and then yeah. I was escorted out and thought, you know, I'm going to try like again. I am gonna try again. Went to climb over the wall, and I don't remember any of any of this from here. I then just got sent a video in the morning of me on the floor outside the wall, seemingly falling off, <laughs> just in a heap, in an absolute heap, in a Hawaiian dress, bear in mind, like in a, just in a heap. So then, then I eventually got home somehow. I don't know how. I I got know. Home i woke up up about seven missed calls from Will Lucas because I'd, I'd agreed to let him stay in my house. I'd locked the yeah. door, and he was knocked out, so he had to sleep in his car. <laughs> he had to sleep in his car, so it didn't go well. But I, no. I really enjoyed it. I woke up in the morning, didn't really have a hangover. I was like, oh, sorry, well, why do I want to come in now? <laughs> uh, that is not that is not the best. I think that's what a, your first team night out should be. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't change it. I wouldn't, no. it. I wouldn't change the would No, good memories. Yeah, I think, I think that's what that's what you've got to build. Cricket like like club folklore, isn't it? Yeah. thing that people will always talk about. Now, I have a cracking story here about first-team. About, about first I'm guys. excited. Now, this is this is related. Really, I don't know who's listening to this, but if you're Alex Bauer or Max Waller, you might want to turn off now. We have a story about the ones last year. So all the first-team boys had an indoor final in Leicester, With the, the coach didn't go. Only yeah. Bruce Coleman went and they were staying in the hotel, so they were like, right, we, that's, let's, we, we can do this here, we can get out. Yeah. So they had to sneak past old Bruce Coleman's room and got out to Leicester, got out to the town. They've had a massive night out. I'm talking about a massive night out, where it's got to the point where they've turned up to that box final and they're still drunk. They're still drunk, they're hungover, people aren't wanting to play. It's an awful atmosphere. And they win Bucks gold. They win yeah. Bucks gold. This is the level that we're talking about in Bucks gold that we're competing against. We're competing against such poor cricketers that a first team have been able to go on a night out, get absolutely spandangled in, I don't know, if it's a Reds or a Prism, it'll be something like that. And and one box gold. I just I just think it's incredible. That is incredible, actually. It's an incredible story. I don't know if you knew that. No, I, I didn't know that. I don't know if you, you knew you, that. But did you know that before? I I, I I was told a bit, but I was also told to keep very quiet. But now now I've, <laughs> I've got that information. I'm sorry, but it can't be kept quiet anymore because it's too yeah. good. And it's, it, I think it's been long enough now that we can we can say it's yeah. Like it's in the yeah, past. I, I think the past and the past and I think mean, the good thing is that if the Barrow and Waller are listening to this, so they've got a they've got a, they've got a Boxing final next week. So they'll, they'll know okay. to, they'll know to keep them in check. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Whether we're <laughs> sticking up or not, I don't know, but at least yeah. they know now, don't they? They were so naive to play their rain card in an indoor game of cricket where it can't rain. Oh, it's so, it's so true. They they haven't looked at those those indoor facilities and thought, you know, what we're not getting a game in. Tomorrow. Yeah, it's it's a, it's a flat surface. You know, yeah. it, it actually can't rain inside, as you as you say, notoriously. So I reckon, I reckon that they played it poorly there, but they won. But they have won, as we said last week. That we've had some of our best games on cricket hung over. So, so true, Ollie. So true, Ollie. So true. But I, I just, I think hats off to them. You know, I, yeah. I wouldn't have the boss to do that in, as well as playing the first team. No, and I'm, sure, I'm I'm hoping they go again this year. But this is our thing again that we were talking about the other day off camera. We was, we just don't have some of the. Some of the ones boys don't really love cricket as much as we do yeah, yeah. and we wish we had their talents because we'd sort of use those talents so much better <laughs> yeah which is rather unfortunate so I, true So yeah, that's me first team nights out i think next category we had was first team head was first head loss yeah and you know i don't know whether you're accustomed to a head loss i'm not really sure i have never lost my head you never. i i've, I've never i don't think i've ever even got that angry at the end of the day, I'm very unlike you. I'm very sort of a relaxed cricketer, and I don't, I don't really see the point in losing my head, not one bit. So I wouldn't say I'm, I'm, I'm that not relaxed. I'd just say I don't know if you heard of a term called white line fever. Yes. You get, o- you get over that white line onto the pitch and sort of you become a different animal, and you want to compete and you want to win. In my opinion, and I think anything but that is not good enough. I think, I think I'm a very competitive man on the pitch, off the pitch off pitch i'll hug you i'll hug you till the cows come home but on yeah, the pitch you know but let's win let's get down to business i think my my main story i haven't really got a first one because uh, when, when i was a kid i was just i just was all over the place but but my, my most recent one was at the university you touched on earlier i um we were playing a, in a franchise game in a friendly game in a friendly franchise game against my friends and i was bowling i was bowling okay and I've sort of delivered deliverable. It's been it's been chucked up straight to a man called Luke Mount, best looking bloke at the uni IMO, and it's oh, gone it. straight into his bucket, and it's just gone straight back down. I've been quite annoyed at this, so out of a, out of a moment of rage, I've actually managed to kick the middle stump out of the ground and hit Henry Everett, who is umpiring a standing umpire. As soon as I've done that, I've looked around and thought, well, yeah, I probably shouldn't have fucking done that. I Probably shouldn't have done that, but you know. It, it happened at the time. I, I do say I regret, regret it, but I, I understand where it came from at the time. I and mean, you were you were an onlooker at this point. At this yes. What do you think of that? I was an onlooker, and I was sat with our former club captain, Josh Drake, at this point, watching the game. <laughs> and we thought you could... Billy's quite a theatrical person uh, from time to time. And we thought yeah. it was just all a joke. And then and, and we saw you like 30 seconds later, after you finished your opening, Oh no! He, he actually is quite angry at the moment. <laughs> I, I was just shocked because I I'd, I'd, I'd never seen this competitive side of Billy Whitten before. I just I just think I like the ge- I enjoy the game so much that if I don't give it my all and don't get the most out of it, I just feel like I'm not I'm not giving the back to the game so enough. I just I think I like, owe oh, it to the game. I owe oh, it to the game. I mean, I only I only moving on. I only had one story from head loss from a lad called Louis Whitmore. Genuinely, Louis Whitmore is the quickest man on this phone I've ever seen. I, every time I reply, him, within about 30 seconds. He's on there. Once, I was actually mid-typing and he popped up. Like, Louis, Louis you're a bit keen, mate. Just calm down, all <laughs> right? Like, just set, settle, big fella. I know he's in the ones, but come on. And he simply told me that he punched his bat after sneaking off any doors and he managed to fracture his little finger. That's that a bit like Ben So's punch punching his locker. It's it great. is, it is. But... Would you think like would a fractured little finger hold you back? Depends. Like when you bowl it, you don't really need to hold it, your little finger. Do you, you don't, especially when, especially as Louis does bowl meds, as, he, he we, he as, as we found out last week. Yes, which will be coming soon. I, I hope. Just moving. I hope you guys enjoyed the TikTok and the reel last week. You we got good feedback from that about the theme about tritopal tredge. I, I hope you enjoyed it, Tredge. I think I you I did not actually. because <laughs> a when James Boyne bowled short ball at me, my life. Did flash before my eye <laughs> It was quite a nasty delivery. Like my hands just don't aren't just quick enough to go through through the ball. I've I realised like this. As in, my hands literally. I don't get how once you get above seventy five miles an hour, how you can even play anything. It's ridiculous. I know. it is, it is quite impressive how quickly they bowl. But yeah. I think Whitmore will be one of the next people to feature on that on that series. And I hope it can it can promote how how med- how how he is. Yes. And then that would spread the word. Uh, the final category we have is first TFC. Now, I want to start with you there, Trent, because I feel like batting nine and not bowling is probably your forte. Oh, it, yeah, is that, that is my forte. <laughs> <laughs> have you got any any major ones that stand out? Uh, what what ones have I had that stood up stood out massively? Is like, this summer we were playing Croydon Cricket Club. Okay. Yeah and me and one of my fellow housemates at the university Joe McMurray, we are both in this game and we've both competed to have the world's biggest tfc's ever okay. so, right. so he was so he he opened the batting this day but got a duck okay yeah and then bowled two overs for 25. <laughs> so that so that is a major tfc would you not say a tfc is not playing at all yeah, but also doing nothing. So this was our okay. this is our, our debate after the game. Just to, We probably should confirm this before. TFC stands for thanks for coming. Yeah. As in sort of thanks for coming, you've had a bad game, a really bad game, or thanks for coming, you've done nothing. Yeah. So, and then cool. I was on the other end of the spectrum, didn't bowl at all. Yeah. And I batted at 10. Okay. okay. <laughs> so okay. Got, hit, hit a four and then got out. But <laughs> our, our debate was who had more of the TFC. <laughs> because he, he had more to do with the game. Yeah, he, he's, then, he's had a worse day. He has done a worse day than right. me. I'd still vote you based on the yeah. fact that you have, like, you would you were going to have batted 10 and not bowled. Yes, and whenever I play for the ones at my club, I uh, I am very much a man who does this. Like a it's noble. As, as, we, as we spoke about last week, I still think it's one. I don't know if you disagree, but yeah. I, think, I think it's probably fair enough. Uh, I've got a few stories here. One of my favourite ones was from Tailoring and Poo. Yeah. Now, Tailoring and Poo is as we said one of the, one of our favorites from the podcast yeah see because of his name and his ability and it speaks himself but he unfortunately actually didn't manage to play a ones bucks game despite yeah. being around the squad the whole season yeah <laughs> which i thought was slightly tough <laughs> the story comes here he was asked to play for extra ones at, at leeds beckett last season yeah. bucks he was told don't play the day before in the tuesday game or whatever Don't play play the up games just don't get injured you're coming with us he had a very early night and he set off in the morning on the way there, he actually managed to scrape his car. Yeah. Not a good start. It was not, not a good start, is it? It's not yeah. a good start. <laughs> and he finally arrived, but before Blake, Blake got underway, he got 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 a comforting arm on the shoulder from Alex Barrow. Mm-hmm. You're not you're not making it today, mate. You're not you're not you're not you're going to be missing out today. Obviously, Pooh was gutted, so he was forced to carry drinks all game. And he eventually drove back, getting back at two thirty in the morning, getting only getting through it through sad songs and a few and a few drinks. I I feel being there. I really do. Yes. I, I firstly, cricket season isn't in the same sort of season as exam season. Is that what people always forget at university? So Ing and Poo might have had exams and sort of stuff to do. Instead, yeah. he, he spent five hours driving up to Leeds and five hours driving back to just carry some drinks. Yeah, I think I think, I think think wait that's, a waste, that's yeah. a waste of time. I don't really see why in that. Level. University level cricket is good, don't get me wrong. But a twelfth man, I still think, is quite unnecessary. Do you know what Yeah. You? Especially for away games. I think home yeah. games are absolutely fine because everyone's going to be available. Away games to Leeds, Beckett, Durham, Lugabaruga. Baruga. You know, you don't yeah. want to go there, do you? No, you, you definitely do not. Want you that. don't want to go in a twelfth man and driving as well. You can't yeah. even settle into the back to can't even listen to a podcast like we're doing here. You can't no. you know, listen to some music and he has to concentrate for that whole time back to Leeds Beckett. And I just think. It's needless, I'd say. Although, carrying the drinks all day does make him more understanding of one of his fellow housemates, Luke Charlesworth, <laughs> who uh, is a specialist at character. <laughs> oh, we, can't keep, we can't keep slagging Charles off. He's one of my no. favourite people in the club. He is. He is one of, and he, he may potentially be a guest on the podcast soon. I'm hoping he's going to be with us very soon. Yeah. Just stay tuned for that, guys. My final story of the day yeah. comes, from, comes from a lad called Jamie Baird. I, I think you'd care to read this one out. Oh. I love my housemate, Jamie Baird. Jamie Baird, firstly, probably... One of the best cricketers at the club. Can I just give him a shout-out? I her. think I think comfortably is the word I'd use. Yeah, top-run scorer last year in Bucks cricket. Yeah. James Baird, shout-out to him. I got selected in the Devon squad to play at a three-day game against Wales at Abergavenny. Good pronunciation. Uh, that is a great pronounce. No, pronunciation. Over a two-hour drive, turned up at the ground and 30 minutes before the first ball got told I was doing 12th man. <laughs> oh, tough gig. That's so like, tough. Um, Got on the field for maybe five overs of over the three days, all while up missing school, missing the school national cup game on the Sunday, where I we battered batted three and capped. That that is very very unfortunate. It's, it's I think it's just needless. I think. Yeah, T- B- TFC in club cricket, it can happen. You know. Yeah. If you're a third, or fourth choice bowler and you're batting six and it's a short game, you yeah. can't do anything about that. But that is an enforced decision. Same with England. Pooh, they're both 12 man. Yeah. I think it's needless to take the. Yeah, they're far. premeditated decisions. Especially for Jamie Baird, who had a cup, who had a national cup final for he went to Millfield for one of yeah. the best sports schools in the country, and was their captain as well. So, sort of to give them to take that opportunity away from him is very very rude. It's silly. I'd like to know how the how the how the cup final went for them because if they yeah. lost, that's even more of a kick in the teeth. Yes, but I think I think looking back on it, it's all about experiences. I hope Baird would have learned a bit about that sort of learned about how the game worked with Devon Cricket, going to another place, going away for a while. Yeah. But if, he, if he's not gained anything for it, then it's just, I, I think it's just pointless. It is, it, I just think it is pretty needless. Yeah. Because take, a 12th man on an away game, they are premeditated decisions. They. It's not like, oh, we're going to decide on the day. They haven't yeah, decided yeah. on the day. Both Baz and the coach of Devon Cricket would have said, would have known in their mind that this person is going to do 12th man. And especially for... Jamie Baird, who who could have had a school cup final. Some could say it's even nasty. Yeah, yeah. So I think that's it for cricket first. That's it for cricket first. What what are the main takeaways from that? I think. I think going back to first hundred, you know, we can't comment on that, but it's a big day. I'd say it's a big day. I'd say a first hundred. You just celebrate like it's your last. Yeah, I'd say that. Famous wickets, you know, they don't come on very often. I'd say the same again. No. First team debuts, yeah. as 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 always, you know, it should be an honour to play for your first team, whether it's at university or whether it's at club side. Yeah, I think touch touching you on your first team nights out, you know, they they should they should be big. Yes, yeah. they, they should be memorable, memorable sort of pieces in your mind. Exactly, one you yeah. cherish forever. It's the first time you've been like, "I yeah, want to come with us." You know, it's it's a big invitation to get, yeah, isn't it? It's a big invitation to get. Yeah. It's when you've got all the sort of twenty five year old, the ones that when you were. 1450 you deemed it sort of cool or when they when they first say to you I oh, no, can't come on the Trench Do you want to go yeah, and You're yeah, yeah. like yes I've made it here yeah for first head loss I mean we're gonna come from different places here I think it happens but I I think it's pretty unnecessary it, it's a game of cricket which which should be tipped off with a couple of beers and sort yeah of, like some sandwiches yeah I don't, I don't enjoy doing anything wrong. Any no. right? I, th- I think just you know. In a hit the moment things do yeah. happen sometimes. But you, you're quite a com- competitive and professional man. Thank you, right. mate. thank you. I mean, I think that's a good quality. I'm going to say that as a compliment. <laughs> yeah. So with whether it's your football refereeing, you take yeah. you take these sort of things seriously, and you conduct yourself very well. And sometimes I think, sort of your professionalism in sports is is the reason why you lose your head. And yeah, we'll we'll let you off. Yeah, possibly Thank you, mate. So. That's it for the first. That's it for the first. Treasure, I mean, yeah. you I have, hear you have a section for me here. I do have a section for you. So this section is going to be a game of guess the cricketer, which is a great game. We sort of tried it out, put it out of the feelers last week. Lots of people quite enjoyed the trivia at the end of it. So this week, I've sort of changed it up. For each cricketer, I'm going to give you three clues about five different cricketers. Okay, yeah. You get three points if you get it from the first clue. Nice. Two nice, points nice. from the second clue, and one point from the third clue. And then... After five questions, you'll have a score out of fifteen. Or be near and impossible to get fifteen. I okay. reckon. Yeah, yeah, Sort of seven or eight will be about par. Yeah. And then, um, and then from there, we'll sort of push on through. And then we'll have a, le- a leaderboard of everyone who comes on the podcast. I like this. I like this content a lot more. I like yeah. Lot more. I feel like there's less pressure on me to do well now because I'm known to not know that much about cricket. Yeah. But I'm hoping that I can sort of learn here and yeah. and give it a good go. Give it, give a, give it go. a good go. Okay. So question one, uh, first clue. I spent many years as a kid being captained by EUMCC one's captain Dylan church. She's going to, I don't know what church church from Leicester's name. Uh, I'm going to pass on that one. I'm going to pass on that one. I got a Pfeiffer on my test debut. Robinson is not, not only Robinson. And question number three, I am the youngest ever player to get a test cap for England. Pope? Not Oli Pope, there's Ray and Armoured. No, i do not going to know that. that. That was quite a tough one. Yeah, and you, you said that was the easiest one? Oh, no, no, I didn't say that was the oh, easiest one. I'd say if you knew much about what church you played. Okay, yeah, fair yeah enough. I, I didn't know where he was from, to be fair. Number two. I managed to play 159 tests in a row. The most for anyone. Mm, Vaughn? not michael vaughn i famously never sweat, and i'm not prince andrew you're not prince andrew <laughs> uh, i actually know this one you do this one, one. alice Cook. it is alice yes! come on come on so that's two points get in there get in there yes that could be the only two points i get here i have uh question number one i have the best test figures of six for seven six for seven. Oh. are these all english by the way uh no these aren't all english uh, oh i'm struggling struggling uh don't know don't know, don't know the First one uh i am one of two aboriginal cricketers to play for australia oh. in the 21st century bowland's got six of the g it is it scotty bowland it is scotty Bowen. <laughs> so that's another two points for you i love scotty Bowen. he's one of my favorite cricketers, yeah. actually yeah i like that lawrence and then the last oh yes so before we start on the next question How's everyone's progress and Dan Lawrence, and Darren Stevens going? I've had a couple of messages about Dan Lawrence. Yeah, uh, I've had a couple about Darren Stevens I've, too. I've had a promise from Archie Fweeth Yeah, that he can get Darren Stevens in with us. Yeah, through friend of friends. So I'm hoping that will happen. But yeah, that that would be amazing. Sort of these these cricketing legends, cricketing greats. Yeah, alongside Brian Lara and these sort of lads, you have yeah, you, have, you have <laughs> Darren Stevens and Darren Stevens to come on the podcast would be. Brilliant. I know I'd rather have on. Uh, Lawrence. Well I mean as in like Darren Stevens or all these big names in the game. oh you know, yeah I'd, uh, rather, I'd rather have Darren Stevens. Yeah. I'm from. Yeah. Completely. Uh question number four. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Uh I have played in every year of the IPL. Sharma. Not very Sharma. Good guess though. I have a test top score of 254 red. King Coney It is King Cody. Yes, come on. That's very good. And the last question now is going to be: I am the most followed cricketer on Instagram. I think I would have got it from that. Yeah. I think the, sec- the, the, the second one was a guess, but I would have got it from the last one. Yeah. He's the fourth most followed sportsman on Instagram as well, which I thought was quite cool. Yeah, I think that's amazing. I mean, the Indian following is incredible. Isn't yeah. You know? I, I know the Indians love cricket, and I really admire. It. I reckon I'd love to play out in India one day. Oh, I'd be humbled. Or just to go and watch cricket. Yeah, and, mate. like it's a religion out there. Christ, they right. absolutely love it. Christ. All same with Australia, actually. I think. Yeah. going out there I'm hoping I'm going to be seeing a game in New Zealand over Christmas oh yes you I'm, I'm holidaying in New Zealand over Christmas I'm hoping there's going to be a Boxing Day test there because it's either there or away they always play yeah. one so I'm hoping this year it's going to be home yeah that that would be a sort of once in a lifetime awesome dream it, isn't it it's the absolute dream yeah Oh, so th- this is the this is the tricky it's one of the lot that's Okay. <laughs> so, but I think he's done a valiant effort oh, I've, I've been yeah, so far. I, I, I reckon uh, between 6 and 8 will be par for people yeah okay i 6 now you're on 6 now okay that's so. good let yeah uh, I've dismissed Sachin Todolga more times in international cricket than anyone else McGrath it's not uh, Glenn McGrath I am one of the fastest bowlers of all time it's so oh, 100 miles an hour speed I think he's a Pakistani uh, this is not Wazimakram and that's the last one is I formed a deadly bowling attack alongside Glenn McGrath and Shane Warne. So I'm thinking Gillespie here. I'm thinking Gillespie, but I'm not sure if anyone else bowled with McGrath. Because I'm sure I remember their record partnership batting-wise, but I don't know how long they actually lasted bowling together. Oh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Gillespie. I think. You're I'm gonna go head. Gillespie. Oh, that that is unfortunate. He was another one of the bowlers in that side, but it was ah, Brent, Brett Lee. Yes. Okay. Brett yeah. Lee. Yeah. I've let one you get my head there. I've got two fixations with it. That's fine. Yeah. So six six, I think that's part I'm happy with six. Yeah. I'm really happy with six, actually. I mean I think I think we when we progress this further, you know, we'll get to the end of the series and you will be the final boss. Cause you definitely know the most about it. I reckon like how many do you reckon you would have got there out of fifteen? I think you'd be close to full marks. Oh I hope I I hope, would get eleven or twelve. That'd be impressive, mate. Yeah. That'd be impressive. Yeah, so uh so if we can get to that. Yeah. Yeah. So what are we doing next week? You know, moving on, what are we doing next week? We're going, to be, we're going to be talking to a prestigious guest. I've got one lined up in the works. Yeah. And I'm really looking forward to what we have to bring to the table. I honestly say don't miss this because we'll have a few great stories from him. And this, this is where the podcast, you know, sort of takes off, where we have, yeah. we have guests mostly weekly. We have big names coming in. I'm just hoping that they play their own card correctly and we'll be in a good state to see us the next yeah. day. And the the final thing I'd like to say is you will no longer have to listen to just me and Bill for <laughs> like 50 minutes and you're- You'll have some of the ones boys. Ho- hopefully, some actual pro cricketers on here as well. Yeah, and then you'll have the likes of just some of our mates who have great cricketing stories as well. Yeah, and even some non cricketers some week. I think I think yeah. we can delve into extra life as well, which I think we will plan yes. on doing in a couple of weeks' time. And I just think you know, sort of having that variety will make sure that we get get enough listeners engaged to sort of engage the cricket, even though they don't understand it. Yeah, if that makes sense. But yeah, yeah. Th- thank you for joining me today no Reg. i really appreciated this i really enjoyed it actually today i enjoyed no. today that was a bit more calm i think yeah or well, less nerves today yeah yeah more exciting, i think yes and, and also please just keep sending in the stories i think yeah, yeah. if you don't feature in this like we can't feature them all some of these stories are um like unbelievable to listen to like some of the ones i've had to leave out this week or sort of Teams being bowled, bowled out for four all out in school debut, yeah. this sort of stuff. But there are some brilliant stories that we did really enjoy. And yeah just bring in. So, no, brilliant, brilliant point, mate. I think I think that's where we leave it then. So, yeah, play your rain cards right, and thank you for listening. Thank you for listening.